0: From Sandwich Community TV, I'm Manx Takey Magyar, and this is Blindside, the entire audio interviews that I've cut to make my short-form video documentaries. In the fall of 2017, myself and uh, in the fall of 2017, myself and previous Sandwich TV employee Payson Tickham, went to see Michael Bois, who was actually also a Sandwich TV alum. After leaving Sandwich Community TV, Michael pursued work in poetry and print design where he writes thoughtful, provoking writing, <coughs> where he writes thoughtful, provoking poems and places them on elegant sheets of paper. There's a great serenity when listening to Michael speak and listening to him talk about his work.
1: Yeah, sorry, so who am I? You can just look at either one of either us. Either one, okay. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I'm Michael DuBois. I, um... Sorry, Let's start over. Um... So um, I'm Michael Dubois, uh, I'm an artist, I live on Cape Cod, um, moved here about four years ago and no, about five years ago actually, and um, been slowly working to build up my body of work to kind of center around um, ideas of peace, uh, openness, um, personal growth, and human connection. So, Which sounds like something that doesn't necessarily sell, which is what I hear from most people, um, but I think that's part of the challenge for me, is I really want to find a way to make that work, um, to be able to make a living off of that. So.
0: And what kind of work do you specialize in?
1: Um, so yeah, so, um, so I started out doing video. Um, I grew up doing a lot of video. Um, went to Massachusetts College of Art and Design um, and practiced film there. Um, sorry, it's going to take me a minute to get into it.
0: No, no, this is, this is all good. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so I uh, studied film there and then um, figured that I would do that mainly. Um, didn't really, what's funny is like I didn't actually um, practice any other forms of art there and like I look back now and like I wish I had done some other courses, you know, like I wish I had done anything else with my hands, um, but I was super focused on film, which I think was important because to me it was the storytelling aspect. Um, and then right around my, uh, it was right before my senior year of film school, um, my mom had passed away from cancer, which was kind of something she had battled my whole life. Um, and I didn't realize kind of defined my whole life. It was something that allowed me to grow up understanding death and understanding that we have this limited amount of time here. Um, and that, you know, I, she taught me a lot about using that time to spend in a productive way, um, in a way that was productive towards society and towards the people that we love. Uh, So right before my senior year of film school, she passed away, um, and I ended up spending that whole senior year working on a film, uh, which was then titled uh, Heading Home, which was basically an hour-long documentary about her life. Um, It started right before she passed away, I did an interview with her and uh, yeah and so so I did that it was not as great as I thought it was at the time um, and then basically spent a bunch of years trying to move around the country and figure out what I wanted to do with my life um, and then move to the Cape and slowly found that I was like in major need of using my hands in art um, and got into different things um, and then basically when I met my uh, my now fiance I wanted to show her the film about my mom that I had done um, and we watched it and, it and it was good it was a good way to like introduce her to my mother and to that piece of my life um, and then I said okay so so what, um, what what did you actually think of like the film itself and it was like this very defining moment in our relationship because she kind of looked at me like, well, what do you, do you want the real answer? Or do you want like, oh, it was great, like good job, which is what everybody normally does, you know? Especially uh, something that like intimate. Exactly. So, like, yeah. Exactly. And I saw the whole movie. Oh, thank and, and you. Yeah, yeah. so. Uh, it was really
0: intense, it was very powerful.
1: Thank you. But so, I saw the finished, I saw the. The, the finished thing. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, so she said, well, you know, here's what I would, here's what I would change if, which which was huge for me um, because it was somebody actually critiquing my art again for the first time really since, since film school and it reopened that for me. Um, it reopened that drive to want to get back into making art. Um, so we worked on that for about a year um, and made it uh, a new film called uh, Becoming Home and it was basically somewhat about my mother's life but also about um, the five-year process of me getting through my grief and learning how to become, you know, the person that I actually am, the person that I, um, yeah. Um, so, sorry, I feel like I'm going all over the oh, place that's here.
0: Cool. No, this is good because again, like the whole story is, and again, like kind of the longer it is, it's yeah. kind of nice because I'll take the whole thing, and basically just put it on stage. So yeah, cool with that. Yeah, and then from after there, we can make kind of. So. Whatever, break it up and then focus on yeah whatever you're currently doing or whatever. Okay that works yeah okay so this works out great. Okay so cool. you want to keep going. Yeah,
1: yeah sure. Um, and so that was a huge moment for me. Um, we finished becoming home and it was a project about um, my five years of grief and becoming my own home uh, And one, I think it brought us together and allowed us to have this thing to work on as we grew in our relationship. Um, And then also it allowed me to grow as an artist and to realize the things that I really wanted to do with my life which was to um, be vulnerable and share the different feelings and and emotions and Concepts that I had inside myself and to be able to have conversations about these real things that um, can seem kind of overwhelming or scary or whatever Um, and and yeah, so so I kind of talked with her for a little while. I was working at Sandwich TV um, at the time, and uh, and I said, "Do you do you think I can like make a living out of this? Like, is is that crazy? You know, like you, you say to people like, I just want to like make my own work and and talk about things that I care about and uh, and have that be enough. And most people say no. They say that's not enough or whatever. And she was a little crazy and was like yeah you know why not why not go for it and so um, i left sandwich tv which was which was awesome and got me to the cape um and went out on my own with this thought that like i could just start making work you know like with no real goal and um and like quickly our savings dried up and it was crazy and like (laughs) like what are we doing and uh and slowly i started to find this balance, like it, it started to balance out. I think I, I feel like I leapt off of this cliff with this grand idea and then I started to fall and and uh, didn't know if I was gonna catch myself and all of a sudden it was like, oh, I'm not I'm not really falling, you know, like I, I leapt off the cliff, but I'm, I'm fine. And uh, I slowly started to realize that I can uh, monetize my work and, and it's okay to make money off of things that you care about. Yeah, and so I I opened up a shop online um, and started selling my poetry, not thinking that would go anywhere. And it's actually been uh, pretty successful um, in terms of, I don't know, for me, it's been successful. Um, We started selling in shops, like brick and mortar shops. Um, Yeah, and so I'm currently working on a book, um, which is also involved with my poetry. Um, Yeah. No, it's cool. It's I cool know, to it's see
0: how the, the path works. You know. Yeah, like, uh, it sounds a little longer. jumbled, but. But yeah, it all like makes sense, and every piece like fits. And yeah. Then, um. Do you want to talk a little bit about the the writing you do and the and the poetry? Like, where? Yeah. Does it come like where it comes from, or even just describing the process when you sit down at the table and uh, as you do it, how you feel or
1: what? Yeah, absolutely. So I um I really have this belief that like if you. We move around a lot in the world and, and we have all these things we have to do and it's pieces of our society that we have to think about constantly. And, um, and I'm somebody who's prone to stress and, uh, and anxiety and wanting to do things right and whatever. And so I found that if I can continually try and work at myself and bring myself down to this balanced level. Um, that I can kind of allow different pieces of either, whether it's my subconscious or, or you know, things that are out there in the universe, um, I can kind of allow myself to hear them better. Um, so I find that like, I'll get these random strings of words in my head and I'm like, oh, that's a cool start to some poem or some story. And, and I think that's, that's everybody, you know, like when you're in a good creative space, you feel like things are starting to pop in your head. And so my goal constantly is to try and work at myself and better myself to get to this balanced place where I can start to hear poems in my head and I can hear um, different pieces of stories and and, kind of jump on that and work away at it. And so um, I've had this one story for a while that I've wanted to write, basically since I moved to the Cape, um, that was somewhat... Uh, parallel with my with my personal journey um, and it's about uh, a boy who goes and leaves, leaves society and goes to live in the woods um, on his own for a year and kind of find himself which was my journey to the Cape so the Cape you know isn't really leaving society and going to live in the woods but from living in Boston it, it totally was um, and so I moved here and kind of had this space. Let me start that over. So um, so when I moved to the Cape I didn't know anybody here. Like I grew up an hour from here and didn't know many people so I spent a lot of my time alone um, and I had a good year where I basically went to work and came home. Um, and I, I had this space to really understand myself and learn about myself um, and so The novella is sorry. I feel like I'm all over the place. Yeah. Okay. Um, So the novella is basically um, it's a it's somewhat of a metaphor for my story. Um, It's about this boy who leaves society and goes to live in the woods for a year, Um, and he befriends different animals um, and different creatures, and learns to befriend himself, and learns about the human heart and the human spirit. So. That's cool. Yeah. So it's a,
0: it's a, yeah it's a metaphor for your your kind of own
1: experience. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Are you
0: writing? Uh, are you working on a kids book as
1: well? Yeah, that, so, okay, that's yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so so we're working on. I'm working on the novella by myself, which is kind of a long-term, like open-ended project that I'm just picking away at. Um, and then we are Larissa, my fiance, and I are currently working on a. Um, we call it a coffee table book, and it's. Uh, it's a photo book of one of my poems that I wrote. Um, it's one of the most successful poems in our shop that we have. Um, and I actually have pieces of it printed out. I could show you guys too. Yeah, um, really cool and uh, it's a coffee table book of um, different photos of the ocean that we took with like, hand-painted words from the poem over the photos. So it's like a, yeah, it's a, it's a project that, to me, is like a good way to step into self-publishing because we've never done that before, so we have no clue what we're doing, um, and it's kind of a way for us to figure that out on an easier scale, um, but with something that we care about. So, how
0: do you um, how do you sell your poems? What I, think I, I overheard a little bit from yeah her, yeah. Great
1: random poems on yeah exactly so um so what i've been doing is uh i've been basically designing taking the poems and like creating a design in photoshop um, and then tracing over those in watercolor Um, so it's like half art half poetry Um, so they're all eight by ten and they're um, basically painted out in watercolor and then um, i watercolor them three or four times and then Photoshop them and clean them up and make them into full art pieces. So, I love your typeface?
0: Yeah. Do you do you create that yourself? Yeah.
1: So um, a lot of them are fonts, you know, that we'll search for and find, and then we kind of like messy them up with watercolor, and um, it's cool. I I never considered myself an artist uh, when I was in art school, so I was like, oh, I'm a filmmaker, which is like what I was, you know, um, and so it's it's been kind of a journey allowing myself to call myself an artist. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's really so, cool. Thanks. Do you wanna
0: talk about being a independent artist in the, like, in this current um, era, you know, like, yeah. technology and all this kind
1: of stuff? Yeah. Talk about
0: selling yourself and selling your work and still making the work and
1: balancing that. Yeah, so I think about it a lot, um, and I talk to, like, basically, the, the person I talk to most in my life is my fiance. Like, I work from home, um, and by myself so like I'll see other people throughout the day, but it's like mainly me and I so sh- I talk to her about everything and I, I Talk a lot about that. I don't think I could have ever done this um, at a different time in, in you know in our culture um, the fact that we have social media and all this technology that allows me to just sell my work online and advertise it and get the word out and create connections, like it's, it's totally incredible. Um, and so I found the same with video as well. Um, I mean, I was able to promote our documentary and have physical in-person screenings and do all of that through social media. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I found a really great community online, um, like through Instagram. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm all over the place. Yeah, Let me no, start no, that over. That's,
0: that's yeah, scene. we can if you want. Yeah, I mean, we can just keep going off that because I think you have a good point with everything. It's and we're not. We're trying not to interject as like conversationally. We're we're there with you. Yeah, we're just trying not to jump in as much because we want it as solid as possible. Yeah. Um, but obviously that makes it like weirder when we're just like father. But, yeah. ahead but like, like, it's I get or, that because I'm yeah. on. I'm usually yeah. on the other yes, end. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I, I think that what you're saying is all, oh, that's what I'm, the, yeah. the Instagram, the social media, and like the ability to just create a store without yeah. buying a store for, you know, Exactly. Into, yeah. It's amazing. Exactly.
1: Um, yeah. So like, so we sell, we sell basically through Etsy, um, and that was the start of the shop. We just wanted to open an Etsy shop. So we did. Um, and there, there wasn't much risk there because you can basically open it and like if you don't if you don't sell work it's it's not like you're paying rent at a brick and mortar shop, um, and it and it worked out well and so because of that, I was like well let's try selling in shops and we've sold around the Cape which has been an awesome artist community, um, and.
0: i what are a couple places?
1: Yeah, so we're in Wish. Um, oh, Wish Gift Company. Yeah. yeah, Wish Gift Company in Sandwich and now, uh, Mashpee. Which has been awesome. We sold like a crazy amount of prints there over the summer, which was which was awesome. Um, and then we're also in um, Adorn in Orleans, Massachusetts. Um, and then we're trying to like slowly branch out to other parts of the country, um, which is which is interesting. Like trying to like contact people from um, other states and and get our work out there. So.
0: Yeah, I, I do. It's it's an interesting thing, like especially since we all we do video. Yeah, selling that, selling your work is like the business side of it is fun though. Yeah, exciting. It's exhilarating. It's
1: new. It's like, I'm creative and I and I can do that. You know, like, um, I've never been a good business person and I've never been super organized. Um, so this has really forced me to grow that part of myself, and and it's it's really energizing to, to feel it growing. Mm -hmm. Um, my fiance is super organized and she's like the complete opposite of me. So it's been a really great, uh, partnership. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's been good. Um, but I really having to grow that part of myself and recognize like, dude, you need to make money. You you can make art. That's awesome. But you also need to make money off of it to pay the bills. And like that has been helpful in some respect because it's forced me to, to think more creatively about how to make money off of my work and that kind of stuff so
0: right yeah and i think that that relationship pretty much never ends your entire life yes exactly yeah selling pieces that make money or trying to be that artist you know and like, yes you know like yeah. the idea of what an artist is is so confusing and i don't know think you get lost in
1: well there's this idea right that like in order to be an artist you you're not a business person and that's not necessarily the case. Um, I feel like, I don't know, it's, I, I talk with, with this friend that I have on Instagram a lot about allowing it to be okay to make money off of your work and, and saying that that's part of, that's part of the relationship, you know? Um, your dad must find that a lot. That Yeah, I
0: mean, my dad went to art school. Yeah. And, you know, he is a craftsman and he's not, you know, we, we mask master- we're trying. They try to find the fastest, efficient way to make as many of the same thing yes. as perfectly as possible. Like they're trying yeah. to replicate machinery in a sense, and by definition, that can't be art. Yeah. Doing a design and mass producing it over and over again, yeah. and trying
1: to figure out like, well, oh, what's the most popular, and how do we right. like exactly. that kind of thing. It's,
0: it's, but that makes you money, and that can allow you to create art. Yeah. You know? So it's like it's a weird, never-ending conversation you'll have in different yeah. groups with certain things and give and takes. But
1: it's like I feel like it's. It's almost like having a relationship with another person um, yeah like my art comes from myself but then once it's once it's out of me I have to learn how to interact with it and you know allow it to have its own life and say okay like this piece is the most popular and like I have to help that grow and and learn how to make money off of that right. and, you
0: know it's the most favorable. Yes, one. exactly, <laughs> which which is great, but also you're
1: like, but what about these other pieces yeah, that I love exactly. so much? I don't want them to feel bad, you it's know? It's like
0: bands not playing that popular song that everybody wants to hear yes. because they don't, you know, or in stuff like that whole like, yeah. problem too, which is true. I don't know, it's tough to like having that, you could, you could sell out or you could be an art. you know?
1: Yes, but it, I don't think it's like one or the other, you know? Yeah, it's, it's
0: just giving and taking. you have to live well and and family
1: exactly and I feel like if you you know the goal is is to succeed as an artist right you want to continue being an artist so you have to find these other ways to allow yourself to to continue Um, I think it would be easy to be like oh well I like this thing and not this even though this sells so I'm just going to do this but then it's like cool but then you can't do it anymore because it's it doesn't it's not self-sustaining and so it's there's awesome journey of trying to figure out how to balance the two yeah so. no it is. yeah
0: cool um i don't know if you had anything else that you yeah i don't know about.
1: i started talking i'm like oh man what do i do <laughs> with my life because um, you
0: touched upon pretty much all your different works yeah um, maybe just one more final statement on like the feelings you get when you're creating yeah
1: Yeah, so
0: I I mean you you touched on it before yeah
1: so let me ask you um, so are you are you looking for more of like like an overview of my work or like kind of like an artsy
0: way more artsy okay all right yeah so like that's what I kind of like to do okay again the whole overview I think is like sometimes what sandwich TV wants, yes, and now they want yeah. all that which stuff. makes total sense, yeah, so to give you an idea, and also it can be helpful for you too, in a sense, for like any sort of promotional stuff. But yeah. I do love the emotional side of everything okay. and the attachment to that, okay, where it's like you're making the work through these emotions, and then versus just saying, like, I write, you know,
1: yeah, like I write stuff, you know, yeah, like that, versus that, so yeah, if you want to go into that, sure, please. absolutely. Um, so I talk a lot with my fiance about this feeling of trying to become more animal, um, which can sound super cliche or, you know, lame or whatever, but that's how it feels to me. Um, There's this very instinctual feeling when you're writing something and it feels like it's like literally coming out of you. um, And that's a super cool feeling. And to me that feels like, you know, I don't know if I would have survived 600 years ago do you know what I mean like I don't know if artists or or thousands of years ago you know when we were hunters and gatherers like I don't know if artists would have been super great back then but like now to me it's it's a very important piece of who I am and a very important piece of humanity Um, and so it it feels very instinctual when I'm writing and that is coming out of me and I and I as I'm writing it I'm thinking this is something that I know other people will connect with like I know this is these are feelings uh, and topics that we're all feeling but not talking about you know like we live in this world full of um, very surface conversations sometimes which like is is fine and totally necessary and great and whatever but um, when you have that conversation late at night with somebody and like you're really talking about about life and like what it means to be happy and to Feel awful and to make something you care about and um, to lose somebody or to, to fall in love for the first time. Like, all of those things are what it feels like to, to be at the ocean and like shut your mind off finally and actually hear the waves. Like, when you can talk about that stuff in a way that is accessible and also, you know, sounds good, um, It's just. I don't know. That feels very instinctual. It feels like it feels like the core of being human to me, um, and I just I want to keep doing that over and over again. Um, yeah, find ways to to make a living off of it, but like mostly just to keep doing it because it just feels good. It feels it feels like being me, and I and I imagine I have to imagine that that's that's most people, right? Like we're all human and, and we all have that inside of us so I just want to keep doing that and finally find somebody who says yeah yeah man like I get that too so
0: Michael continues his work in the Bourne area and has only grown since we last talked to him you can learn more about Michael on his website Dream of the Woods Productions where you can buy any of his pieces Blindside is a sandwich community TV podcast Subscribe to us on your favorite platform or visit us directly at www.sandwichcommunitytv.org so you can stay up to date with all the newest content. Thanks for listening.